Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And I am Jake Freho. Now, Jake said he wanted to come on the show today because we're going to be talking about economics, Bidenflation. And Max told me I need to be more exciting. And I also said he had to do his hair. So he's promised to bring some A-plus energy. And you can see he's got the little, he's got the do. Put some gel in the hair, even though he said the gel is bad the for his hair. gel is bad if you, it dries it out. But Max. So I'm a man of my word. Max forced it on me. And you can bring my mic down a little bit. I'm not like Joe. I'm in Joe's seat. How do you expect <clears> excitement <throat> from economics, Max? That's well, like listen, a redundant question. Well, no. It, it, passion. Passion. Okay, I'll, passion. Get, I'll get passionate. I have fun. Because, listen, the, the inflation numbers came out today, 7.5%. That is not real numbers. It is higher than Nothing's that. real. We're going to explain up. today how it's higher than that. Um but no, this is destroying families. This is destroying the middle class. It's destroying livelihoods. This is going to stop upward mobility in this country. And it's something that the media is, is covering today only because of how much the American people are hurting. If they thought they could pass it off for another month, they would do it. The, the, the hashtag that was trending is the Biden boom. Biden boom. The Biden boom. boom. Biden boom, yeah. It uh, uh, tried to gain some traction a few weeks ago. <coughs> and... Uh, uh, it's not doing too well. I mean, the media keeps running with it, but uh, Biden boom is all this the this false narrative that if you destroy 10 million jobs and then you bring 6 million back, you've, you know, you've you've done wonders for the yeah. people and they should kiss the ring and, and thank you eternally. So here's how this is going to work. We have open lines today. Our number is 888-441-1121. We can put that number on the screen, Mr. Producer. Do you know who loves open lines? Zach. Mr. Producer. Mr. Producer Zach. Please let a troll through. <laughs> so this, this is what I want to happen. I want people to call in, and I want to know what you're seeing price-wise. I want to know what price increases you're seeing, whether it's at the pump, at the store, what empty shelves you're seeing, because this 7.5% is not real. The consumer price index did not rise by 7.5%. It is much higher than that. All of the staples are much higher than that. And we're going to explain how they've cooked these numbers. I talked a little bit this morning about how it works. But with the consumer price index, they have what's called the basket of goods. And these are staples that they expect the American people will buy. And that it does change from time to time. As I mentioned earlier, it used to be steak. And now that there's more vegetarians, they use that as an excuse to go towards vegan options. So they, they play games with it. They play games with it to adjust the numbers. Um, but here's the interesting part. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, we covered this on the show a while ago. The BLS, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they announced that a couple months ago that starting in January 2022, weights for the consumer price index are calculated based on consumer expenditure data from 2019 to 2020. The BLS considered interventions but decided to maintain normal procedures. So this is technically common. They'll look at what people were buying two years ago to decide what the weight for goods should be in deciding the current consumer price index. Here's the problem. 
2020 includes lockdown, includes the pandemic. People's spending habits are nowhere near what they are now. People were buying different things than what they buy now. Like toilet paper was much more important <laughs> in 2020. People were buying a lot more toilet paper in 2020 than they are now. So when you take you take the things that people were buying in 2019 and 2020 and you use that to decide the weight that those goods should should have in deciding our current consumer price index, you're not going to come up with a real number. Jake? No, exactly. And, uh, I mean, we, we were having this conversation earlier. What it gets down to is is you have... The, the numbers, none of it adds up. The, the job, the fabulous uh, manipulation of the jobs report that came out for January was they applied the same logic in, in, in doctoring it and just, you know, switching, uh, switching the, the, the comparison of, of, of how they, they come up with the numbers, right? So, you know, we're, we're dealing with, uh, you know, government economic institutions that are saying, well, we're just going to rewrite, we're going to redefine uh, the, the tenets of inflation. And it's it's some aspect of, well, you know, let's get rid of fuel and food, right? You know, the, yep. you know, insignificant things in a person's day-to-day -day, uh, cost of living. And then we get rid of that and, you know, we, we make it work and we say everything's fine. We have the Biden boom, the you know, strongest economy in the world at, at, you know, in history is the claim that they're making. And it's entirely fraudulent. And none of it. None of it adds up. And uh, uh, having gone to school for economics, having, you know, wanted to work on Wall Street before my legal uh, consequences, uh, you know, it's I, 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 I'm shaking at what is being sold and told to the people. It's it's yeah. entirely uh, it's it, it's uh, calling BS entirely. And I, I, you make the mention about toilet paper. I find it entertaining when, you know, that was the fad. Oh, I can't find toilet paper. Well, how's it going finding pasta? How's it going yeah, finding I, I rice? I can't find pasta. Right. And so uh, probably a month ago we put it up, but, and you mocked me for it. But do you remember when I was uh, the organic food aisle? <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing. It, it, there's literally empty. No, no. In Texas, it's, it, it's full. Like oh. in Texas, you can get a nice vegan like nice vegetarian. vegan steak yeah you can get like a vegetarian you can get beyond meat nice the beyond meat section in texas has not been touched meanwhile you cannot get any fresh chicken <laughs> any any uh unfrozen beef but you can get your vegetarian options here in colorado it's a little different here in colorado they have a different taste if we put up my screen mr producer this is how what i mean when i say weight so this is i believe what they're going off of this was changed in 2021 they don't change this that often but this is what I mean when I say weight. They look at shelter, and shelter is what people spend the most money on. They say that shelter should amount for 32.39% of the consumer price index. So if shelter only went up in price a little bit, then that will obviously be one of the biggest drivers in deciding what the CPI ultimately looks like. You can see here how little they value transportation services, right? How little they value um, apparel. How much did shelter go up? What shelter? Yeah. Uh, I can look right here. Shelter. Doo -doo -doo, where is it? Uh, I can't find it. You can find it. Um, it's right here. Shelter barely went up. Shelter went up 4.1%. So shelter's- That's a lie. That's a lie. Well, that's this what is This is what, from BLS? Yeah, that's a lie. I mean, rents, rents in New York have gone up 30%. I know, but because they're trying to get the rent rolls up to quick pull out a refi on the property. But not in 2020. 
No, no, but it was predominantly in 2021. Yes. And that when I was watching, it, I was like, that's, that's impossible. You had the largest amount of vacancies and people fleeing the cities and all these brand new developments that were two years into the, into the making, right? You know, they had just finished leasing out tens of thousands of units in New York. And then all of a sudden you're saying it's not going up. And then yet you can go and find articles that rent, you know, tw New York is experiencing a uh, massive surge in rents, 20 to 30% over the previous year now because the landlords are freaking out that they need to have a rent roll whether it's legitimate or not but they need to have a rent yeah. roll so they can go to the banks because they're all desperately trying to refinance before rates go up to absurd numbers you know it, it'd be, 1980s it, numbers. it'd be interesting to see how they calculate housing shelter it seems like yeah it seems like rents more uh property values the cost to build a house, buy a house, did go up in the past year, but they're saying it only went up 4.1 percent. So I know. So, but when they have it weighted, when they have it weighted that way, where that accounts for 32.39 percent of the CPI, when they have it only going up 4.1 percent, that's going to be one of those forces that drives that 7.5 percent number we're talking about down, right? So when they un here's if we go back to my screen, Mr. Producer. This is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. They admit that the biggest price increase from December 2020 to December 2021 was gasoline. Gasoline increased in price 49.6%. A huge increase. This is where it becomes really important how they calculate that, that basket of goods. When they're looking at what people were spending money on in 2020, people were not buying gasoline. I mean, some people bought gasoline. But by and large, people were not buying gasoline. And I'll, I'll explain to you why. I mean, we all know we were in lockdown, right? Gasoline prices in some areas of the country were dropping to a dollar, the dollar range. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, idea, the idea that's being sold versus the reality that is, is the Fed, right? You know, we had this, we, we discussed this earlier as well, that the Fed stepped out. In the beginning of 2020 and they they engaged in radical monetary policy things that we are about to see we're tasting the consequences of now but we're about to see in the very near future what a monster truly looks like now we had this conversation that the fed as soon as march 2020 happened they started buying up uh what you call mortgage and this is where max says i'm boring but a thing no it's real it's uh, i it's it's it to me economics is the same thing as people that like watching horror movies right because yeah. the reality of what's happening now is a horror movie especially in terms of economics and so the fed started immediately when the the market you know we, had, we were at 21,000 on the dow jones and overnight it was down to 18,000 and yet somehow right now after everything that's taken place it's double it's at yeah. 36,000 or or near that and, and so what the Fed started doing is it just started printing money. And this is what, you know, people maybe have a basic understanding of what it means. But the Fed started doing uh, uh, bond purchases. So they were spending, uh, up until now, they were spending $120 billion a month, which doesn't mean it's their money. It's our money. So they're writing a check for our future, for my kids, your kids, for the, the current generation. They're writing a check off the back of, of, uh, of us. So you go and get... Uh, a, a total um, liquidity injection is what you would call it, coming from the Fed, saying that the American taxpayer, the American citizen, the American blue-collar worker is the guarantor 
to this debt. So every month we are writing and printing $120 billion. And what we're doing with that $120 billion is we're taking 80 billion of it and buying treasury notes. So it's an IOU for down the road. It's all BS. And the other 40 billion was mortgage-backed security, uh, uh, mortgage-backed security investments. So you're taking $40 billion over the course of 12 months what is that? Half a trillion dollars for two years. You're talking about a trillion dollars for two years that the Fed was buying yep. for mortgage-backed security. So uh, in layman's terms, what that means is that the banks, the pandemic happens, the base rates that the, the central bank is willing to lend money to banks like Chase or TD or any other, you know, uh, uh, you know, bank that you, you do business with, they the, the bank borrows the money from the central bank, but the central bank creates the money off the backs of you and me. And so what happens is they go and write this money, this, the, the, the brand name banks take it, and then they go and say to the people in the middle of a pandemic, they say, Max, you want a fancy new car? You want a fancy new house? We'll give it to you. We'll give it to you real cheap. Please yeah. take it. And humans, general nature of humans is to go and take more than they yeah. need and so that's what's happened well that's I'll, what they've I'll done i'll tell you, you talk about getting something real cheap there's probably nothing cheaper out there than signing up for ip vanish vpn ip vanish vpn is one of our sponsors this week and listen they protect your identity when you are online. Whether you're tired of feeling like someone's watching you on the internet or you think the advertisers just know a little bit too much about you, IPVanish is here to protect your right to privacy and to help you stay anonymous when you're searching online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or even advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you are streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, your passwords, your communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It really is that simple. And here's the deal. For listeners of this show, when you sign up using our promo code daily, and you go to the link in our description, IPVanish.com forward slash daily, they are offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for listeners. And that includes a 30-day money back guarantee. So there's really no risk. That's like getting nine months free when you sign up for 12. So again, go to IPVanish.com forward slash daily. Use promo code daily to get your 70% savings. So I want to take some callers because we remember, we do have open lines. Mr. Producer, don't take that phone number down. We want to get some, some callers. 888-441-1121 is our number. Um, first, we have Robert on the line. Robert, welcome to the show. No, Robert's gone. Do we have, is David still there? I can't see you, Mr. Producer. Yes or no? Do you know what's better than free, Max? You were saying you were on the ad read free. IP Vash? Free crack pipes. <laughs> free crack pipes. So can I, I mean, while he's do working, we, do we have, do we have David? Is a hell I'm of not sure what that means. I don't speak sign language. <laughs> it's a hell of a place to put a light, so I can't even see him. Yeah, yes? There he is. David. Yeah, I'm here. Welcome hey, to the show. Sorry. Sorry. The open lines yes, are, are Zach's least favorite time of year. Um, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hey, Max. Love the outfit today, man. Oh, thank you. When in Rome, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> What's so, up? So talk, talk to me about, about what, 
What kind of inflation numbers are you seeing? Because everyone's seeing something different. What kind of prices are you seeing in your area? I'm in I'm in Northeast Ohio. Okay. I'm on Lake Erie, and you know we watch gas prices just smack us boaters up here, and you know gas prices the price of lumber. I was I did do construction as long as I'm also a captain. I I'm a merchant mariner. I drive a lot of these boats for a lot of these big wigs around here, and it's just you know a lot of them seem to be completely lost or somehow got really confused with college or something like that kind of warped these people but yeah fuel lumber what um, about the grocery store grocery store is insane um we still have a lot of stuff on the shelves here we haven't been too cleared out um since we're up here by the lake you know you draw a circle around we only have 180 degrees of people to deal with you know we're not yeah you know the fish, the fish aren't going to the grocery store. So, <laughs> well, let me but ask you this: it makes do, it nice for traffic. Do, do you do you have a wife? Do you have a wife? No, no, uh, I actually. Uh, oh, so you, you do you do the shopping? I was. I'm actually back at home with uh, with my mom because my okay. my dad passed away in 2020. Well, I'm, well, I'm sorry to hear that. In my arms, and he oh, was one of the most badass dudes I've ever met in my whole life. He told us the day 9-11 happened that it was an inside job. And, you know, the guy was a mechanic. He could he could take apart and fix it. And he, you know, but, I'm, yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, a little I'm, bit, no, I'm, little I, bit I I'm, I'm really sorry for your loss. Um, can you tell us, is there anything that you have avoided buying? Whether it's, uh, like, I want, I, I love eating chicken wings, and, and I don't, just get chicken wings at the store anymore because they're just too expensive. Is there anything that you usually would always get pick up and that you're just avoiding now because you don't want to pay the price? Man, I lost 20 pounds. I cut down chicken wings. I cut down pop. I cut down sugars. No donuts in the morning. I don't go to Dunkin' Donuts in the morning anymore. I, you know, I, I'm, I followed Joe a lot. You know, you, you and Joe kind of really saved my a lot, a lot of my emotions and everything when I was going through a lot of stuff because all my friends I turned to were all college students. They all said, nothing's going to happen. Nobody's doing anything, you know. God, God just, that every just time wait. I turned to just talk wait. to somebody. They'll, 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 oh, they'll, they'll learn their lesson. It's coming right around the corner. I mean, I wear a cross every day. Uh, you know, I would love to meet Mike Lindell in the future and just give him a big old hug. Like, we've all been really turned away from religion for a long time and it's the point of communism me on yeah sure is uh it always confused me on you know we have this religion here but nobody seems to really follow by it and you know this is all hitting you right in the face in the last couple years that holy crap evil exists no Uh, it does it really does and and if I can keep you on, I, I want to play something for you. I don't know if you saw it today. Joe Biden did have something to say about these inflation numbers, and I want to just keep you on to get your, get your opinion on it. Mr. Producer, let's play cut five. The fact is that we're in a situation now where, uh, um, you know, you should have peace of mind. I know food prices are up, and we're going to bring them down. As I said, a group I turn on my tablet too. the price at the pump went up, you fell. Oh, I understand. No, we can take it down. It, I guess he can't hear it. These things are necessities. 
um, he said that you yeah. should have peace of mind. You should have peace of mind over over everything you're hearing today about inflation. Do you have peace of mind seeing I, all the prices I, rising? I have peace of mind because I trust God and I trust my faith and I trust, you know, I, I trust good beating evil. I really do. And, you know, that's, that's a great way to look at it. My dad, my dad and his friends used to talk about this stuff all the time. And I was always, you know, curious because I looked up to my dad so much. And, uh, you know, I got a brother who's, who's got three of the shots in him. And, you know, every day he would call my mom, tell her to get the shot. And she's 65. She's hung out with me strong. She didn't get the jab. We, we, we bought some of uh, Z-Stacks and, and just are putting the right stuff in our bodies, hopefully, that, you know, yeah. following a lot of the conservative leads, man. Dr. Artis, all that stuff has really kind of opened your eyes to... Yeah. what we really can do for ourselves because nobody's going to help you but yourself. No, you, you got to take the initiative and you got to, you got yeah, you got to fight for yourself. You got to fight for what's right. Well, David, I want to thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. I'm really sorry to hear about what happened to your dad, but uh, I want to wish you and your mom he the was, best of luck. My dad was the best. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you, everything. Thank Stay you, strong. No, I mean, those are, those are heartbreaking stories, but it's, uh, uh, it, it's it's empowering hearing what he said because I was expecting I, I was kind of teeing him up, Jake. For do you do you uh, <laughs> are you feeling good the way Biden says you should be feeling good? He said no, I, I feel good because I I have faith in God. That's one way to that that's that's a great way to look at it. I mean we're 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 gonna have faith in God and we're gonna have inflation at thirty percent. <laughs> but it, it, it is at thirty yeah. percent. The numbers but, uh, are all BS, as we said. It is at thirty percent. You know, we're, what are we teetering between Venezuela and Argentina? Yeah. Here, if we can go to my screen, here's another bit I want to show you how the the numbers for uh, the CPI, Consumer Price Index, were cooked. They're not real. If you see here, the second largest increase um, in, in, in goods came from used cars and trucks. And you saw that they increased in value over the last year 37.3%. 37.3%. Here's the problem. Again, as I said, they are going based on 2020 numbers. So you can see here, in 2019, car sales were great. I mean, not, they're pretty good in the country. But then you look at 2020, they, they, they plummeted. Plummeted down, plummeted straight down, right? So when you look at what people were buying in 2020, and they say, oh, people weren't buying, weren't buying cars. Not as many people were buying cars. So we're going to not weight that as significantly in deciding how bad inflation is. Well, the result is that when you see used cars going up 37.3%, that is not being reflected in the consumer price index as much as it should be, right? Because just because people in 2020 weren't buying cars as much shouldn't negate the fact that this is, it's, it's a real, it's causing real pain. Anyone who's had to buy a car, I mean, like, if you don't have to, don't buy it, right? I mean, now is not the time to buy a car just because you want it. But for the people who have no choice, their car breaks down, or they're trying to get their first car, this is unavoidable. This is an unavoidable tax. Inflation is the greatest, not like the best, but like the worst tax that, that can ever be levied on people because it truly keeps people from rising up. It keeps them from, from elevating into higher classes. Just look at it this way, Max. If you're, if you're on Social Security and you maxed out Social Security, you're you know, 70 years old, you maxed out Social Security, 
from the years that you worked in a career, you're looking at having about 20, I think it's about $2,000 a month. Okay. Yeah. So go back to 2019. Now say you're, you know, middle America, you're, you have your apartment, right? Say you don't own your, your, your apartment or even you do own or you own your home. You're talking about, let's say $1,000 a month. You know, the average mortgage, I believe, is $1,200 a month. So let's say between 1000 and 1200 and now you have $800 left to spend. Yeah. That $800 since the beginning of all of this, what you could purchase with the mm-hmm. remainder has been cut in half, if not more in some instances, be it fuel, yeah. be it health insurance, be it uh, food. So you're talking about entire population, the significant majority significant population of this country in which their ability to engage with the the free market is boiling down to zero. At some point, if things keep going the way they're going with all of this, you're going to have people deciding, and you already do, you're going to have people deciding between whether they pay to heat their homes or they pay to put food on the table. And most areas don't shut off your gas or your heat in the wintertime because they don't want people on Social Security just to freeze to death. But eventually that bill does come due, right? That bill does come due. And you look here, um, you don't have to put up the screen, but I'll just read it. The third biggest increase in pricing was for energy, 29.3%. Utility piped gas service was 24.1%. I mean, these are... (laughs) These are a big deal, right? If you're paying $200 to heat your home and that price just went up 30%, you're talking about a 60 per- a $60 increase. And when you're on a fixed income, that can that can devastate your budget. It really can. It can absolutely devastate your budget. And then you get to things like like meat, poultry, fish, and eggs up 12.5%. Oh, that's their cricket agenda. Everyone's going to eat crickets. <laughs> Everyone's going to eat crickets. Um, no, like, like household furnishings, 7.4%. I mean, th- this is significant. This you, is really significant. Do you, do you know, the, the, the thing that bothers me most is the people, you know, you, Max, people like you and I, and most of our, you know, viewers, uh, you know, we, we saw this coming, right? Yeah. And, 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 and the people that didn't are going to get raked across the coals and pushed into irrelevancy. They're going to be, you know, out of a job because we're heading to a very dangerous time. We're heading to really the perfect economic storm and this time around from my perspective and from people that actually you know watch this stuff is entirely engineered so the entire marketing campaign that this was for your safety and your well-being is going to be what plunges and i'm trying to be positive about this or en- energetic about this you have it's to going positive. to be you have to be passionate passionate Passion. it's going to be what pu- uh, plunges the entire american population as well as the global population into extreme poverty hopelessness and without purpose and that's the point because if you have no ability to have a purpose because they stripped it from you and the worst part is for all the people that voted for it and all the people that embraced it yeah deal with it deal with it and i feel bad for the people that didn't vote for it and the people that didn't deal uh you know want any of this that are going to have to suffer the consequences of your your virtue signaling or whatever you want to call it but the slavery that you have led the people into that will take decades to get out of yeah. and reinvent life as you and I know it, and the people that won't be able to adapt to it accordingly are going to become slaves. And it's not going to be one race as a slave. It's going to be everyone that's not them. It's going to be everyone that's not the 1% that becomes a slave. And half of you people 
waved your hands and said, me, 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 I want it. And so not thank you because you thrust it upon your fellow man. You thrust it upon everyone else around you because you had some desire to fit in. And so fitting in is going to be like a cattle in a corral. And fitting in is going to be a slave in a shackle. So nice job. Is that passion? That's passion. Si, senor. <laughs> so we have another caller. I'm going to get to him in a second. But I pulled a couple of commercials that were running on television in the 70s and 80s. And these were commercials that advertised ways for you to save money and beat inflation. And I want to show you a couple of these so you can get a feel for what's coming down the pike. Mr. Producer, let's play cut two. Since 1975, lettuce is up 61%. Hey, that's a lot of cabbage. Mushrooms, 46%. Grapes, 82%. It's fruitless. In today's economy, you need Ziploc storage bags. With their unique seal, Ziploc bags are a zip to lock, and they stay locked, so foods stay fresher longer. What's up, Doc? Carrots, 138%. Oh, no. Ziploc storage bags. There's no better way to protect your investment. So we are approaching. I mean, if we put up image six, we showed this earlier this morning. The real inflation numbers, if you use the actual method that they, they, they used to calculate inflation in 1980, are just as bad as it was when Jimmy Carter left office. Worse, actually. So we are approaching a time when they will be running advertisements on TV, advertising Ziploc bags because you want to protect your investment. What's that investment, Jake? It's the grapes that you bought at the grocery store, right? It's the onion that you only, you only use half of it to make dinner. We'll put it in a Ziploc storage bag. You can save that onion for tomorrow. I mean, th these are things that unless you, were, you were, were aware at that time, these are things that you and I, Jake, never had to live through. We never had to live through literally having to preserve food because it is so damn expensive. Uh, you know, I remember having a conversation with uh, uh, Arthur uh, Pulowski, mm -hmm. the guy, the Canadian from Calgary, the pastor that was just recently arrested again. And he was telling me, and it's not the only person that I've had this conversation with that escaped. Oh, from the Soviet uh, Union? Soviet Union, you know, collapse, was that once a year they would get a brick of chocolate. And in that chocolate there were peanuts. It was a great story, terrifying story. Because people from his experience and his perspective see it happening here. And that's why they're willing to go to such lengths to fight against it. And he's talking about taking the piece of chocolate that they chop it up and spread it across the family. Mm -hmm. And you'd get, you know, a half dollar size piece of chocolate and there'd be peanuts in it. And he says what he would do is he would suck on the piece of chocolate until the peanuts were left. And then he would save the peanuts because he did not know when. Yeah, be the next time that he gets such a thing and that is now being sold to you under a bs propaganda campaign that oh it's you supply chain peace of mind peace of mind it's this it's it's a supply chain it's this it's that yet at what point you know humans can deal with a lot civilizations can deal with a lot but every major conflict in history you know what was marie antoinette's statement let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. But what if I can't find cake? What then happened to what, Marie Antoinette? What if the eggs are too expensive? It didn't yeah. end well for her. No, it did not. It did not. Do we have a caller? No, she dropped. Jules, if you want to call back, we will get you on if you call 
back. Our number, 888-441-1121. Going to take a real quick break and, and remind everyone, this podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network. Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your family should any of you ever need to be airlifted to a hospital for medical reasons. We don't get to choose how we go to the hospital, where or, or when a disaster strikes. And you'd be shocked to learn just how many people are airlifted from the suburbs or even the cities just because traffic is really bad. It's expensive. Different parts of the country can cost 40, 50, upwards of 60 grand in some cases to get airlifted to a hospital. But when you sign up with Air Med Care Network, you won't pay one penny for that flight as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider. It starts at just $85 a year. That covers your whole household. It's less if you're a senior citizen. It works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. So go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and use promo code daily. They're going to give you up to $50 back. I'm going to remind everyone, this podcast is also sponsored by Enerforce, enerforce.com, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com. We have partnered with them. We've told you about the Free Our People shirt, but I want to tell you that they have lots of other things available on enerforce.com, lots of other um, shirts, apparel. They also have mystery boxes, and the way it works is when you purchase something, every $1 is two entries. So every dollar you spend on apparel or whatever on the site you get entered in two more times to win this Ford F-450 with a gooseneck trailer and a a four-wheeler, plus $20,000 cash. It's a no-brainer. So head on over to enerforce.com, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com. Pick up some, some apparel, support them. They support veterans groups. Like when, if, if you look at the T-shirt for the Free Our People, we're, we're donating our portion to um, the prisoners, the January 6th prisoners, but they donate their portions typically to veterans groups. So not only we have a chance to win this amazing package, you'll be helping support veterans groups, and you'll be picking up some sweet swag at the same time. So go to enerforce.com, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com, pick up some apparel, and enter to win. When you use CD21, Charlie Delta 2-1, you'll get an extra 1,000 entries. And promo code CD10 will get you 10% off. You can only use one. You got to pick one or the other. Um, I would go for the extra entries personally. Um, and then full disclosure, no purchase or payment is necessary technically to enter. And making a purchase will not make it more likely that you will win. We do have Jules back on the line. So, Mr. Producer, why don't you put Jules, Jules through? Jules, can you hear us? Please stand by. Please stand by as we bring Jules on. Jules, are you there? Well, I, we got we got to fill the day air. Well, <laughs> no, no. I, I, you know. So I'll finish my screed before she yeah, she gets on. Yeah. So my screed on on the mortgage market and and the I'll, I'll boil it down and try to make it as passionate and interesting as possible. Oh. To where did this slow jazz come from? We got elevator music. What's going on, Mr. Producer? Now we know why Mr. Producer hates call-in days. <laughs> so the, uh, the, the, the monstrosity that they've created is, Max, in 2021, the Fed, actually all of 2020 and 20, uh, between uh, March and May of 2020, the Fed bought up $580 billion of mortgages. So then what did you see take off? What was the thing that the very home strange sales. reality were home sales yeah. and there, I mean, there were houses I looked at in North Carolina that I could have bought for, you know, 200,000 and now I'm seeing them get listed for 325 yeah. and they're selling yeah. 18 months later. Not only are they selling, but people are waiving the inspection. Uh-huh. They are waiving the appraisal Yep, and they are purchasing it for cash. So 
The reason being is the Fed, the banks that created the monstrosity of 2008, figured they'd give out, they, they just need an excuse this time to be really easy with their lending standards, or more specifically, how much they gave out. The interest rates dropped so low, they gave so much out, and what the Fed was doing was buying up $40 billion a month in mortgage-backed security. So anyway, the yeah. bank writes the mortgage, then takes it off their books, and the federal government buys it. So yeah. the federal government buys that bad bond with our money on a, uh, on a market that's entirely overvalued. Yep. And when it collapses, who does it fall onto? Well, it, it would fall onto the government, but it'll fall onto the, the, onto the, us. the right. owner. Yeah. So why do they want to know how much you're sending in your Venmo account? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they want to know where, and why do you think they want to have a digital dollar? Yeah. Because they want to know where every penny is so they can take it from you. That's the point of all of this. And so what we're looking at now, when inflation is running through the roof, uh, un unseen historical numbers, it's because there's too much money floating around. That's it. It's a liquidity issue. The money supply is uncontrolled. And you hear stories or have heard stories of whether it was, you know, Weimar Republic, people buying things with wheelbarrows full of cash, buying a loaf of bread Worse with a wheelbarrow that, full They of were cash. heating their home with cash. With by burning cash, yeah. burning Deutschmarks, burning the cash it, to start the fire. Yep. And if you look at Venezuela, there are many, many instances in which there are yeah. handfuls of bills in the gutter because that's how valueless it is, yeah. that if it can just be thrown on the street and it doesn't screen, do anything anymore. 472%. Yeah. You see where Venezuela is at right now. If you put up my screen, Venezuela is at 472% inflation. Argentina is right behind it, 509 Turkey is 48.7. They go up a couple. Oh, we're doing pretty good. And we're at 7.5. But the real number for us is in between Brazil and Turkey. Somewhere Brazil and Turkey, in, in between there. Whether it be 20, 30, it's somewhere in there. Right? We're not far off. So, yeah, let me, let me, let me, let me clarify this. You have housing prices, your average starter home going up 35% over the course of two years. You have meat and food going up the same 35%. You yep. have gas going up over 50%. Yeah. And somehow the cumulative average is 7.5%. Everything you need. BS. Everything you need to survive. Your food, your, your, your heat, your shelter. All of it. Everything's gone up double-digit percentile. And they say, nope, don't it's worry. 7.5%. 7.5%. Did you see um, the things that they were celebrating as, as going down in price? Mr. Producer sent me over a couple of these. I'll see if I can, I can pull them up. Um, uh, CBS News. Despite some things yeah. are getting cheaper. What are they, kale? No, uh, I'll pull it up right now. The things that are getting cheaper are girls' apparel. So congratulations if you have a young child, a young girl. Girls' apparel went down 4.3%. You know what also went down, Jake? Ship fare. What is that? Like cruises? That, that's, I guess, I guess fare you would pay to take a, a ship or a ferry or some kind of ocean-faring vessel. <laughs> Did you see that cruise ship that got was like literally yeah, like it got firing, repossessed. jumping around? No, they were avoiding repossession. No, it got repossessed. They, okay, so, so they went to the Bahamas and repossessed Side it. note, there's this boat, right? Because the cruise industry no, got ship. slaughtered. It's a ship. It's a ship. Okay. This, this, <laughs> this ship is literally avoiding the feds because it's coming back to Miami, I think. They or, had millions of, of dollars in fuel Debt. fees that they didn't pay. So they decided that they were going to go out to the high seas and hide from their debt in international waters. They dropped off all of their cruise passengers in like the wrong city, wrong state, and said, just deal with it. And then they went to the Bahamas, but don't worry, the feds got them. But uh, yeah, don't worry. Ship fare is down 2.1%. Oh, do we have our caller now? Jules on. Jules, is that you? 
Hello. Hi there. Are you Jules? Yep, this is Jules. Hey, Jules. We were just talking about inflation. Hey, how are you doing? What kind of, we're, do, we're doing as great as we can. What kind of numbers are you seeing? What kind of price increases are you seeing when you go out to the store or go out to the pump? Oh, gosh. I went out today to the store, and it was kind of a nightmare. I just moved from Illinois, escaped Illinois, and just moved to Florida. So I didn't have a whole arsenal, you know, of supplies with me when I moved. I brought, you know, what I could, but I was definitely not stocked up on stuff. And it's it's kind of crazy um, out here, I think. Um, is there can you anything? Hear me? Yeah, we hear you. We hear you fine. You're coming through crystal clear. As you're looking through grocery stores and things, are there any kinds of meals, any recipes that used to be a staple that you look at prices now and you say it's just not worth it anymore? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, it's, I've been going to wholesale shops. The regular stores here, they are kind of bare. Shelves are bare. And then I've uh, ended up going, got like three different memberships just to get like yeah. halfway decent food. But even that, it's like crazy because like just to get a steak, it's like $43 yeah. for two steaks. And yeah. it's like, well, who can afford, you know, who can afford that? So we're definitely, I'm kind of in panic mode, really. Like I've been stacking up on stuff. Same um, here. I think that, you know, we'll need to sur survive. And I did start a winter garden. Um, I thought, well, I think I'm going to have a really good garden this year. And I've never done that before. Well, well fortunately um, in Florida, you can have a winter garden. We, we, yeah. we can't have that in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, no, it's sweet being, at least I feel free. I yeah. mean, um, being out here is, is that part of it has been a blessing. Um, Illinois was just an absolute nightmare. So do you live on the coast? And, um, I live in Pensacola. Okay. So you should get Pensacola. One, one thing I highly recommend people to get are uh, is a fishing license. If you enjoy fish, fish there that's yeah, one of those foods that's going up in price. If you can catch it, you can eat it. Um, so I, I recommend well, everyone get a fishing fishing license. Yeah, that's one good thing though. If if you like shrimp, there's plenty. That, that's plentiful. So that's not a problem. But everything else is just absolutely. Crazy, and you know we needed a lot of stuff when we moved in this house too. Like um, we needed to put a fence up. You know we needed. Uh, I needed. Well, I actually gutted this house. So I mean, I've I, on every gambit, I've seen how the prices are crazy. Yeah, no, it is. Well, you know, you know to your point. To your point, my grandmother. My grandmother. She's eighty nine years old. She couldn't even find saltine crackers. She and, and she drove around to three different stores to find saltine crackers. Wow. So it's either the luxury yeah. items yeah. are so expensive you can't afford them, but the basics right. are starting to run out. Yeah. There's a guy in my hometown, or where my place is in North Carolina, he owns a Thai restaurant, and his, his vendor for rice and noodles forewarned him and said, put your orders in now because we no longer have supplies in our warehouse. Rice and noodles. Wow. Terrifying. Now that's absolutely crazy. Well, uh, no, I, I've been, I, right, I've been, right, right before you came on, I was reading this CBS article, and they said that people should be happy because girls' apparel has dropped 4.3%. Uh, Is that something you guys are going to be popping the bubbly and celebrating tonight? Gosh, no. But actually, this is actually kind of funny, Max. Um, 
my brother went out today and went to, they were selling uh, steaks on the corner. You know how they get you <laughs> it's in. contraband steaks. <laughs> street steaks? Street steaks? No, I got I, a guy. Yeah. He bought, like, I don't know, 30 steaks. Just street, off just the streets. Like, you gotta be kidding me. Just right down the street, right off the truck. And you guys, he was haggling with the guy. And I think for 140 bucks, he got like this ungodly amount of steak. I don't know if they're good or not, but. It might have been armadillo I, meat. I, <laughs> be careful. Oh you know, maybe God. try one of them yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, my well, God. Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I definitely feel. I've never felt kind of so nervous about stacking up. I, I just like, I have dogs and stuff. I went to the store and there was, I would say 50% of the dog food was gone. Yeah. Yep. And that freaked me out. And I was like, hmm, I didn't really have that in the budget this month. But, you know, I bought like, you know, a, a bunch of dog food. I don't even have a place to even store this yeah. stuff. Well, but if you look I, at I history. Like, I don't want if you look at history, that's why in Venezuela, people have been eating dog. Well, you we don't want to eat our dogs. Ugh. But I, I feel your pain because no my dogs have been on the same food for literally five years. And if you change their food, they crap all over my house. And I, and I say that they crap <laughs> like, like they're Jackson Pollock. Like th that's how they um. do it. And so we can't change the food. So if they run out of my food, I don't know what I'm going to do. I literally don't know what I'm going to do if I can't get Canada dog food anymore. Um, but yeah, you got to stock up on it. I have two bags in my house. I, I, I've never had as much wow. dog food. <laughs> Why? I got, Max was mocking me. I yeah. have a hot sauce stashed everywhere. He has a hot sauce in every pocket. Everywhere. Because you can't find it anymore. Hot sauce. Well, this is actually, this is actually kind of funny. There's this store down the street and we call it the fatty store because the only thing they have there is food for fat people. And it's really, really cheap. And what I is went food in for there fat people? and they... Like, like, I don't know. We, we just started calling it the fatty store and it's kind of caught on because okay. everybody I talked to was like, Hey, what about the fatty store? I'm going to go <laughs> to the fatty store now. But it, 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 it's absolutely ridiculous. Like if you want any kind of like my husband loves to snack, you can get him like $20 worth of snacks for a month, you know, Oh wow! It, but horrible, horrible stuff for you. Yeah. But anyway, they had Oscar Mayer bacon for $2 and 25 cents. What did, what did it fall and off a truck? I was like, you got to be kidding me. I don't know, but <laughs> no, I got that's like my That's my secret. It's, it's like damaged goods stores. Yeah, yeah. Ocean, they're, they're, Ocean they're, State they're, job well, lot. They're, they're getting fewer yeah. and farther between. But I yeah. bought 30 packages. And not all at one time, because I was like, eh, <laughs> I was going to say, that's a lot of bacon. <laughs> yeah, it, but luckily I did bring my freezer from Illinois. So I, I filled it up and got tons of bacon. But um, but it's kind of it, it's just kind of weird. But yeah, but the same bacon at the if you went to Walmart, it was I don't even know. It was like something like nine dollars. Oh, and it nine! Wow. This, yeah. So I mean, well, why not? You know, yeah, so why not? Fatty stores aren't all bad, right? No, they're not all bad. Well, Jules, I, I gotta let you go, but I want to thank you so much for sticking by with the technical difficulties well, and, and coming on. All right. Now, I want to tell you, Max, you look really nice in your tie. Oh, thank you. When in Rome. All right. When in Colorado. Great night. God bless. <laughs> Thanks, Jules. Right. Thanks, Jules. Thank um, you. I wanted to give you this bit of good news, Jake, because 
I know you say you you're, you don't wear shorts because you're afraid that the rats will attack you. That was in New York, Max. But it's a that real, a New it's York a real story. But it's a real story. You don't wear s- shorts in New York because of rats <laughs> torpedo or bodying me from the side because I startled them from eating in the garbage, or the disgusting uh, trench water or gutter water. Yeah. That a car may throw all over you, which who knows what's in it. Well, here's the good news. You obviously, I, I assume you don't have a, a large collection of shorts for this very reason, since you lived in New York so long. So yes. there's no need to uh, stock up on shorts. You the good correct. news is, in Biden's economy, the price of men's shorts has gone down over the past years by 0.8 percent. You know, it's funny because I have a theory <laughs> behind that. So you so can you, you can stock top, up on shorts now that you're you in have Colorado. The top, you have the top one. Right you here. have girls' apparel, right? Yeah. Men's pants and shorts. My friend from Pennsylvania called me. He says, have you noticed that you go into a grocery store and everyone's wearing pajamas? And I started paying attention to that. People, Comfy. people. Well, it's that and it's the whole, you know, the, the work, the work from home culture of I have yeah. a, I, I'll put a dress shirt on, but I don't have any pants on because, yeah. you know, the Zoom, Zoom call it needs from here. Up. And so it broke down. Right. You know, look good, feel good. That's why you have a blazer on. Um, look good, feel good. And, you know, you, you, you have purpose in your day. You know, you put yourself together. And the entire destruction of the past two years has made it so people, they'll throw on whatever, and they don't care whether or not, yeah, someone said people of Walmart. Yes, exactly, except it's everywhere now. It's everywhere. Yeah. And there's, I think, a direct correlation to that reality is that people just stopped caring because the system has broken them down so much with what what the past two years has thrown upon them yeah well before we wrap up i want to play a couple more of these inflation uh 1970s commercials let's play cut three this is a walmart inflation ad cut three Walmart Super Inflation Buster Sale blasts through the inflation barrier with big discount savings on hundreds of everyday items. Like Conair's Lots of Curls Curling Iron, now just $3.93. Renews at 6-ounce air freshener, only 31 cents. Kleenex tissue discount price to just 48 cents. Colgate 9-ounce toothpaste, only $1. And Cordite Heavy Gauge 26-gallon trash can liners, just 96 cents for the 20-count box. For Super Inflation Buster Savings on hundreds of items, shop Walmart now through Saturday. What? When is that from? 80s? That's, that's from 1979. 1979. Yeah. We should we should parallel that to now. Yeah, we could do it. 399 for hair uh, curling iron. Yeah. It's we, incredible. We, we could totally do it. Here's another ad. I was talking to someone yesterday that they just ordered a car, and the car is coming to them without heated seats because they don't have the chips to control the heated seats. So they're getting their car, and then in October they have to go back to the dealership, and the dealership is going to install the heated seats then allegedly – I want to play this commercial from the 70s, 80s, because they had inflation specials for trucks. No bells and whistles. You just get the truck. Miss Brewster, let's play cut four. This is your Chevrolet dealer's inflation fighter special pickup. No standard equipment taken off. No costly extras to buy. Just an extra good deal. Ask your participating Chevy dealer his sale price on this inflation fighter special. He might surprise you, but hurry. The offer is limited. Inflation fighter car deals. No. <laughs> That's actually uh, poorly worded. It's uh, impending Great Depression yeah. fire sale. No, That's no, no upholstery. Title. No upholstery. No steering wheel. No steering dash. wheel sold separately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no liner in the bed. I mean, I mean, that's what they were doing in the 70s and early 80s. They were pumping out cars that that had no frills. 
because people couldn't afford the frills. The inflation just made it impossible. Um, so those are some ads that were real. And I, I expect that we're going to see some ads like that, ads that are geared towards trying to give people peace of mind that they don't have to worry about spending too much. Is We're going to cut through the inflation. Before we go, Jake, I know that you love a good poll. I know you love CNN as well. I do Two not. Two things you love most in this world Actually, are polls Jeff and Jeff Zucker was very mad. He was very, very mad at Project Veritas. We ruined his morning calls for about three months. Oh, yeah, I, I remember he that. He was very upset about that. Well, here is CNN Today going through the latest polls for Joe Biden. And the funniest part is they actually asked people, what has Biden done to make your life better? Like, wh- what are you happy about buying? I have my interest. And 56, I think it was 56, we'll see in a second, 56% of, the con- of those polled said nothing. Nothing. What were the other 44? Well, we'll see in a second. Let's play cut one. Do you approve of President Biden's job performance? Well, look at how bad these numbers are for the president. Only 4 in 10 Americans, 41% at the moment, approve of his job performance. Nearly 6 in 10, 58% disapprove. That's a tough number early in a midterm election year uh, for the president of the United States. Now, why is this happening? This is fascinating. We asked people, what has President Biden done for you that you approve of? 56% of Americans, nearly 6 in 10 (laughs) Americans. That means a decent amount of Democrats said Nothing. Nothing. They disapprove of everything that has happened. Now, yes, the president would say we passed the rescue plan. We passed the bipartisan infrastructure plan. It is not sinking in out in America. Fifty six percent of Americans say nothing. Nothing. They disapprove of everything that has happened so far. Fifteen percent say the president has helped with the economy. Six percent say the coronavirus. You talk, see here, personal traits, foreign policy, other issues. But that is a stunning number of the failure of the legitimate uh, success of the Biden administration. And without Sympathy doubt, does not count. No, no, no. Sympathy no. does not count. And there's the old number. saying, it's the economy stupid going into the midterms. Your party does not win in the midterms if, fif- if only 15% of Americans think you did a good job with the economy. Do you know how many mortgages are in foreclosure right now? No, I, I don't. Two point four million. Do you know how what's, many? What's the normal number? Do you know is? how many mortgages triggered the collapse in 08? No, how many? One point one. Yeah. I so the only reason we're not in a complete fiery inferno it's being now artificially kept up is there there. But that ends in March. On that, unless maybe, it doesn't, maybe you want to conclude on a more positive note. But that ends in March. So in yeah. March, they stop buying the mortgage-backed securities, which means the Fed stops dumping money into market which means the banks are no longer have an interest in writing mortgages which means it becomes nearly impossible for people to get access to capital or debt so the urgency or the availability to buy fancy new things actually even fancy old things i guess beat up used old cars went through the roof right yeah so i I, i tried to sell my i got a price for my jeep wrangler it was more than i bought it for in 2015 and that was a common occurrence but what do i buy with it there's nothing to buy with it because everything else would be more expensive. So I'm yeah. just going to keep it. I only have six more payments. So so that whole logic has reached its end point. Yeah. And what we will be staring at, and I would advise anyone listening and, and, and watching, is to cut down and plan accordingly. Because we are heading to a period of time where in March, they cut back the purchases. So what you're going to have is a complete contraction of capital being forked over to addicts that's what america has become has become uh, a nation of addicts of many other things but most importantly money and free money but which is really by definition debt and so when you pull that away from the addicts you're going to see some very ugly things happen my take my my elevator pitch is the housing market 
is going to go back to what its prices were before all of this happened, 2019 prices. A lot of people are going to get stuck underwater. And we are going to repeat 2008 all over again. But this time they did it entirely on purpose. Yeah. Well, that is a nice, we can put that on a Hallmark card. Good way to end it. Yeah, I was actually (laughs) thinking, Max, of getting out of this business and starting to write children's books. Yeah, you could. As long as you can rhyme it. Yep. As long as you can rhyme the doom and gloom. It's a doom and gloom <laughs> Dr. Seuss narrative, but um, you know, considering he's been canceled too, you well, know, there might be a market for that. Well, we were out of time. We have actually have to go to an FEC United event. I actually so, have to go to an airport. Yes, and you have, also have to drive me to the event first. But So that means we're out of time. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to all the different places you can find it on audio. It's very important. Now, why do we ask you to subscribe on audio even if you watch us live? That's because many of our advertisers only measure success based on how many people have downloaded the audio version. So we ask that even if you watch us live, please do also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible um, so that you can then help us with those numbers. We also go live all over the place. All those links are in the description as well. If you're watching on Rumble, please do hit that plus sign underneath the video. That's the Rumble button. The more people hit that, the more people we reach with our videos. So we really need your help to do that. So if you haven't already, hit that Rumble button on Rumble. We go live 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So tune in for that. And if you need a little reminder, you can join our text alert system. That's very easy to do. You text the word freedom to 89517. You'll get added to the text alerts. And then we'll send you a text every day telling you what time we're going live, what we're talking about, and then how, when, and where you can watch. So that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And I'm Jake Frejo. Remember, the fight to take back the country is not over yet. But the only way we win is if we all snap and fight together.